What's up, everybody, and welcome to Why I, my podcast where I sometimes rant, sometimes have thoughtful, reason, good arguments or explanations as to why I believe the things I believe, like the things I like, hate the hate the things I hate sometimes, and support the things that I support. So welcome back to another episode. And today's, um, if you are listening, you certainly had to have clicked on it and see the title that today's episode is titled Water Changes Everything. And this is uh, the tagline of an organization, a charity called Charity Water. It's a popular nonprofit charity. And today's episode is going to be on why I, um, actually why it should be more why we, um, so me and my wife, uh, why we've been longtime supporters and hope to be lifetime supporters um, as long as the organization exists, uh, why we believe in it so much, why we care about it, why we give money every month and hope to give the hundreds of thousands, millions, if, you know, if we ever have that much money, um, we would love to give it away to this organization because we believe in what they're doing. And just to share about, yeah, why we're passionate about it, why we care, and maybe inviting you to uh, participate in that as well, or at the very least, some charity of your choice. So let's talk about the organization and eventually then why we care about it so much. I guess it'll all be intertwined. So Charity Water was started um, or founded in 2006 by um, a guy called Scott Harrison. Um, He's still currently the CEO and uh, the long story short is that, um, you know, Scott Harrison was living a nightclub promoter lifestyle for a number of years. Uh, basically, the whole uh, sex, drugs, and alcohol life kind of overtook him. And after he had kind of a wake-up moment, he went cold turkey on everything, quit his job as a club promoter, and went on a trip to Africa, to Liberia, with a charity organization called Mercy Ships. And there he volunteered as a photographer, and that's where he saw and realized how much of global um, suffering in many shapes and forms was the result of simply no access to clean water. That it wasn't all these big bad things that we so often hear about, but something as simple as people not having access to clean water was really a root cause of so much global pain and suffering. And so he ended up deciding that come back, he came back to New York City and he threw a big party because that's what he was good at. That was his, his resume skill was partying, right? But this time he decided to make it a good party for his birthday. And basically, he asked people to, instead of bringing him a gift, instead of giving him any, uh, you know, presents, to donate that that amount of money instead. And thus began Charity Water. And thus also began uh, a unique part of their organization where, um, you know, they've been pretty innovative. And I'll talk about this later on uh, how to get people to give by uh, throwing campaigns of giving up your birthday, for example, which is probably the most popular one that a lot of people have done. So that began the organization. And um, yeah, as of uh, today, it's raised hundreds of, of millions of dollars, um, become a very large uh, you know, charity, a popular one, um, one that a lot of celebrities have endorsed and participated in. 
and one that's made a great, um, a wonderful impact on the world. So why do Unji and I um, really believe in this organization? Why do we care about it? And why should you consider caring about it too? Here's just a couple things. Firstly, uh, water is a universal human need. It's a basic need that there is no excuse in 2022 why there are so many people in the world who don't have access to clean and safe water. The statistic right now is just mind-blowing and incredibly discouraging. Um, and it's sometimes hard, and in some ways hard to believe that um, over 700 million people in the world today live without clean water. 700 million. Um, that's almost one in 10 people. Uh, that's just, it, it's just unacceptable. We live in a world today where uh, we all walk around with, you know, 800, at least $800 cell phones in our pockets that are basically computers. Um, we live in a world today where uh, it, it's like so many of us would never think about clean water. Um, we live in a world where now celebrities, or I guess not just celebrities, people who can who have a lot of money are paying to basically take a joyride to space. Uh, it's crazy the amount of wealth that has been accumulated today. Um, we all order things online, and the next day it shows up at our door. Um, it's, I mean, I don't need to go on and on about the resources that are at our fingertips. And yet almost one in 10 people are drinking dirty and unclean and unsafe water. Um, and this is just ridiculous. It's, it's, just, it's just wrong. And so one of the reasons why we really believe in this organization is because it's, it's a human problem that shouldn't exist in this world today. Um, there's no excuse. And it's, a, it's something that could easily be solved if, if, if people cared enough. Um, the other thing about that is, you know, I encourage everybody to find a particular passion and to um, just support a cause that your heart really aches for. And there's plenty of them, obviously, right? Um, there's, you know, things like homelessness. Um, there's things like uh, uh, police reform. In our country, there's a lot of justice issues. I, I'm sorry, not just our country, our, everywhere, but, you know, obviously there's a lot in the United States as well. Um, things like, you know, mass incarceration. Um, you know, there's all these really great causes that um, there's plenty of organizations to support. The thing about charity water that maybe is somewhat unique compared to these, the, the plenty of other good choices is there's no argument um, about it. Like everybody agrees that in in clean in clean water being a basic human right, right? There's no political boundary, religious boundary, moral or ethical boundary. Um, there are no boundaries at all. Every single human being on the planet is going to agree that everyone should have access to clean water because we need it for drinking, obviously, for bathing, cleaning, cooking, etc. Um, think about, like, for us, how we live a life where our problem is not access to clean water. Our problem is whether we waste it, right? Like there's all these campaigns in America ever since I was a kid of, oh, don't leave the tap on while you're brushing your teeth or 
um, you know, try to take shorter showers. Like it's crazy to think, especially with the way that we've grown up and the resources that we have, that those would be just a, that those thoughts would not really be comprehend, able to comprehend or process in the minds of so many people in this world because their issue is having access to any clean water at all or just not having that option. The thing that happens with these 700 million people who don't have access to clean water is and is the root of so many issues, uh, particularly um, lack of education for kids because um, unfortunately in the areas of the world where there is a lack of clean water and when people are having to walk very far and spend a lot of time um, walking for water and just filling up tanks or jerry cans or jugs or whatever they can to get it, it keeps kids out of school. And particularly, this happens to girls. Um, this hurts economies, local economies, because people aren't able to be uh, entrepreneurs or start business or, or go to work. Um, and this, again, um, it very much discriminates against women and children, especially girls, um, because the men are going off to work and, and then training the boys to go off to work and the women and girls are basically just spending all their lives just going to find uh, whatever sources of water are possible. And obviously there's a bunch of health issues. Um, there's a statistic that says, and you can also find this on the Charity Water uh, website and social media, that diseases from dirty water kill more people every year than all forms of violence, including war. That's just insane. Yeah, it's just so many people are dying and that's there's a lot of kids. Um, Charity Water once did an advertising campaign that included the actress Jennifer Connelly um, of a mom. She was, you know, she, her role in the commercial was the mom and she is like preparing a meal for her kids at their dining table and puts plates down in front of them and then a water that's, or a glasses of water that are pure brown. And I would never, I feel like if I had, I, I only want to give my son like the most purified water and the cleanest foods. I want to buy him organic everything and make sure it's perfectly washed. The reality is that so many parents in the world have no choice but to give brown, dirty, uh, parasite infested water to their kids. And the reality is that a lot of their kids don't make it to adulthood because of that. And that just shouldn't exist with the amount of resources and wealth that we have in this world today. And we believe in this cause and we want it to end in our lifetime. We, we don't want any mom to give their newborn baby um, or their children dirty water. It's just unfair and, and not right. And we also love the, the thought again that um, there is no political or ideological, theological, religious, any boundary uh, with this cause. Everybody believes in it, which we're really glad about. The other reason is um, that we really believe in this uh, organization is that this is kind of like a combo thing, is that they're very innovative. And a part of that innovation was uh, to restore trust in charities. So a lot of people don't trust charities or... Uh, they don't necessarily mistrust them, but they don't really completely know where their money is going, right? And so Scott Harrison, when he started the, the organization, knowing this, knowing that most people don't trust charity, which is why they don't want to give. It's not that people don't want to be generous. They just don't know. They just don't 
they just have doubts as to whether their money is being used in the way that it was promised um, and or you just are never told where it goes you know you don't ever experience the joy of 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 knowing that your money was used to actually help real life people and so he decided to innovate and to change um the way that people thought about charity by the way that he ran the organization and by the commitments that they would make so for example the biggest commitment was that 100% of every donation dollar would go to the projects that none of it would go to overhead and so his way of tackling that problem was that he would find um, wealthy donors who would be willing to pay for the overhead so that the everyday donors uh, funds 100% of those would go to the actual projects. Um, and so that happened. And there's a group of a handful of super rich people who I don't know who are paying for all employee salaries, you know, office space, um, you know, employee benefits, like flights for you know for him and for other people to fly around um yeah toner for their office copier all overhead for running the business um is paid for by a like a group of committed wealthy donors that way every penny that is given um in any of these campaigns or any donation dollar goes 100% to the projects along with that they wanted to be transparent they wanted to give clear updates and they wanted to show each donor exactly where their money was going. And this was really innovative because, you know, you kind of, for the most part, just give to a charity and hope that it goes well and they use it, but you never really see that. And they wanted to change that. They wanted people to to know the people and see the area and the impact that their donations um, would make. And so they uh, give email updates regularly. They send pictures of the projects. They give GPS coordinates of, uh, if it's a well project, for example, that you donated to, like exactly where in the world by the GP GPS coordinates, uh, the well that you helped fund is. And um, yeah, it's, it's supporting that community of people around it. That's pretty awesome. Um, we get to actually see that. And you know, from my own experience with Unji, my wife, um, we have a, you know, every any person who gives to Charity Water can create an online um, profile and it'll show your lifetime impact. So I'm looking at ours right now and whether from our combined our money that we've given and money that, um, you know, our friends, family, church community have given together um, in one of the projects that we started it's a, we have the exact dollar amount to the cent and then the people served. And it's pretty incredible right now, thanks to, you know, so many of our friends and family and church members and their generosity, our lifetime impact is $35,482.62. And this is the more important, I don't, I mean, the dollar, you know, ultimately the dollar value doesn't matter. This is the uh, number that really matters. The estimated people served 901. I look at that number and yeah, I mean, that's all I need to see. Um, it's crazy to think that you could even impact and benefit one person's life for good. And especially with something like this, right? Like uh, one baby having access to clean water, you know, one mom being able to uh, know for sure that her child is going to make it to adulthood because they're not going to battle parasites or, you know, the diseases that come with unclean water. Like, even if it were one, like, how awesome would that make you feel in life? And 
because of this innovation of showing donors what their money is doing, where it goes to, and even statistics like this, like Linji and I are able to look at our dashboard and our profile and see that the because of the campaigns that we've started and the donation money that we and our our community have given, 901 people in this world now don't have to walk, send their women and children miles and miles to get clean water. They don't have to worry about the health of their family members, their loved ones. Uh, they can go to work and start businesses and help the local economy. They can send their kids to school so they can receive an education, have a um, you know a much better road to a uh, you know a good future. 901, that's crazy, right? And that's so amazing. And I love that about this organization that they actually show what is happening with the money that you give. The other thing that I really appreciated about the, the, this organization and their innovation is, um, you know, Scott was really committed to their website, social media, their marketing being good. You know, like, unfortunately, a lot of charities, they don't present well. Um, and some of it, or probably most of it is because they can't afford it, right? Like most charities are struggling at all to like keep the lights on. And so it's not necessarily their fault, but he wanted to put the money and invest upfront, right? From day one to make sure they're presenting well, um, having good video editing, to having a nice website and good social media so that they could get grasp as much attention and people as possible. And I really like that innovation that they cared about it. Um, I know one thing they were really committed um, committed to was making sure that their employees weren't, um, you know, going to just, you know, be like basically volunteer work with like a stipend type thing, which a lot of um, charities are forced to do, but they would, uh, you know, pay their uh, employees a, a good salary, give them you know, benefits, insurance, PTO, you know, like sick days and to make sure that their employees were taken care of so that they weren't just going to move on, right? Like how often do charities um, just cycle in and out with employees? The shelf life is so low because they can't afford to live. Um, but Charity Water, um, you know, I've never worked there, so I can't speak into whether it's, you know, a great place to work. I hope it is, but at least in terms of um, them standing out among other charities and wanting their employees to be taken care of. It seems like that is really clear. And at least from the employees that we've spoken to, it seems like um, it's a really healthy and good environment. Uh, yeah, they've just been really innovative and wanting to do charity differently, which I think is not only very wise, um, but it's going to be for a greater good. Um, does having a flashy website matter in the end? I think the answer is absolutely yes. If that's going to get a few extra dollars in the, into, the, into the pipeline and meaning more clean water to more people, then yeah, let's go all out with that and spend all the money that's necessary on a good marketing team and, and um, getting employees who are really skilled in what they do and who can stay there for a long time. So that's something I also really appreciate. So... Yeah, I don't want to go on too long, but that's basically why we've uh, been longtime givers. We've done a lot of projects. We've given up birthdays. We've, um, you know, invited church people to uh, participate in campaigns with us. We give monthly. And, you know, I hope that, um, and I imagine that other than our church, um, uh, that Charity Water will be the organization that has received most of our money in our lifetime. I hope so. 
I hope so, and I hope not. In in meaning that I hope not, meaning I hope the you know their only ex- reason to exist is because there's a clean water crisis. I hope that they do so well that that problem is solved in our lifetime, and they you know celebrate and close their doors. There's no reason for us to exist as an organization anymore, um, which would be awesome. And and I really believe in it because it's possible in this lifetime. We have way more than enough money to do it. It's just whether people are going to be committed to giving. And um, so, yeah, if you have any interest in this organization, um, go to their YouTube channel. Just, you know, go to YouTube, type in Charity Water. And there is a video that is um, just amazing. It has 25 million views. I hope it gets to 100 million views. It's It's titled The Spring, The Charity Water Story. And it's 19 minutes, which seems long. It goes by so fast. It's just a compelling story of the of how the organization started. There's moments that will grasp your heart. Maybe some of you, the criers, will definitely shed a tear or two. Um, and I hope that it it leads you to wanting to give and participate in, in, in the work that they're doing. So, yeah, if you're listening, I hope that you consider giving and if you're listening and you're not sure about Charity Water, because maybe you have something else on your heart, maybe I just want this to be a helpful reminder uh, for us all to live this lifetime being as generous as we possibly can, caring and having a heart for those who are less fortunate than us and wanting to see all these issues in this world um, start to slowly disappear because we love our neighbors as ourselves. Um, and lastly, uh, so whether you give to Charity Water, whether you give to an organization of, with a particular cause that you're passionate about, the last thing that I would like to say, um, just as a plug here, is one of the problems that Charity Water and any other charity has is um, the problem of seasonal and cyclical giving, right? Like they kind of go up with the holidays or with certain times of the year, you know, obviously like when Christmas comes around, like people get more generous or Thanksgiving, people get more generous. And so their organizations just get a lot more donations like around certain parts of the year. And then it crashes in other parts of the the other parts of the year. Um, That doesn't help them to really thrive as an organization and continue to plug away at um, the cause that they're hoping to solve in this lifetime and in this world. So, yeah, one challenge I would like to give to everyone listening is to not allow your generosity and your giving to be seasonal, cyclical, one-timers here and there. Maybe if a friend is running, you know, a race for cancer research or a race for, um, you know, some sort of cause or just getting that email for support, right? Like, try to allow your generosity to be a lifestyle as opposed to an event. And um, yeah, that's just a a thought that I would love to just leave everybody with who's listening to just chew on is to make it a part of your life um, to support something that you really believe in uh, consistently and regularly. So that's why I, or at least why we uh, love Charity Water. Please do go to the YouTube site um, and and YouTube channel and watch that video titled The Spring. Um, It's really amazing in showing uh, who they are and what they're about um, and the impact that they're making. So I hope you consider giving to Charity Water or someone else, but that's why we uh, love Charity Water. That's why we give to Charity Water. And that's why we're, um, you know, big proponents of, of plugging in and sharing it with our friends and community. So thanks for listening. Until next time.